Welcome to the internet's finest Nebraska Cornhuskers podcast. That's right. I know you're accustomed to listening to the shutdown forecast here, but that's not what you're getting because you know what? It's not your life isn't wholesome or powerful enough. All right? It's just not, especially if you've been listening to the shutdown forecast. No, this week what you get from us from from Lincoln, Nebraska itself, the finest city on these here plains. You get Jason. Did you forget the name of our Nebraska podcast? No, no, no. You're so, you're going to sound way better than me saying it. Okay. Oh, okay. So like, what I sort put, of picture back doing is like a um like a 3-minute intro like uh Dan Carlin hardcore history where like we run through like great quotes from Nebraska history, you know, like some some really cool Tom Osborne quote. And then, like, audio of, like, Bo Pelini, like, fuck the fans. I'll eat the fans' ears. I don't give a shit. I just got to get the fuck out of here. And, like, and like dramatic um, announcer voice over that that just builds and builds and builds to, this is hardcore pornography. And then there's, like, another three minutes where Dan Carlin explains, like, this is part five of a six-part podcast on the Big Ten West. That's a really good Dan Carlin. If you're just now tuning in, stick around for the next four hours before you go back to part one. I've or got maybe you, bags Or maybe you'd rather start feet. at part five. <laughs> I'm wearing bags and socks. I'm joined tonight by Spencer Hall, who has bags, big wet bags on his feet. Spencer, why? I'll tell you right after this ad for me undies. <laughs> Dan Carlin would never run me undies. No. How 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 could he? Do you think he could work me undies into like a four hour podcast about the Mongols that I'm never going to listen to? I think my favorite part about his ads is they're at the end. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like he now that we're at hour six. Let's talk about Squarespace. <laughs> You've made like, it this far. Let's give you like, the reward of a Squarespace. It's like ad. it's like man, we have literally. I put you on your part six of the World War One series before I left the house. Before I drove to the airport, before I went through TSA, before I waited for the plane, got on the plane, the plane landed, took the Uber to the hotel. You are still talking about World War One, and it's part six. Squarespace. <laughs> it's incredible. This beat. This beats. Uh, this beats my my idea that I was gonna go with, right? Which was like basically welcome to Night Vale, but it was going to be all about. Um, it was going to be all about Scott Frost. Right, and all of the news was going to be macabre, but also weightlifting related. This may be a personal fantasy that I'm just talking out loud as the internet's number one Nebraska fan. So to be clear, we can barely do our own podcast, and both of you think we should start aping others. Hardcore pornography. (laughs) This is hardcore pornography. Put the children, put the children to bed. Delete your pastor's number from your cell phone. Although, uh, what like if we were to like if we're picking a Nebraska jam, right? It's got to be something. Um, it's got to be something. I guess a little dated, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like is no. it? No, Nebraska no? is the epicenter of culture, asshole. Picking a jam. Look, listen, <laughs> look, listen. It's literally in the middle of America. It's it's where it all happens. Everything flows through Nebraska. Mm. Mm. Oh. Trip triple triple landlocked protected from the right you know how they have like the seed storage in the arctic in case you know everything goes bad we'll be able to preserve some plants for the future 
Nebraska is the only triple landlocked state because we're protecting it from the ocean. Mm-hmm. The that black shirt defense guarding the Gene Vault. Hmm. Yeah, looks like the Gene Vault might give up a few points, boys. <laughs> Based on recent years, it's, it's it's okay to acknowledge our shortcomings, Spencer. But things are turning around. Scott Frost is going to fix his defense. Is that what he does? No, but he will. You know, I think I know what it would be. It would be something like this, right? Like it would just be playing along, and we would go from Tom Osborne to Bo Pelini. It's time for hardcore pornography. <laughs> like it would be, it and there would were no P- coaches in between. No, it'd, be, it'd be POD. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. It's, it's from Tom Osborne to Scott Frost. <laughs> none of the inter- none of the coaches in betwixt did. from Tom Osborne to Mark Rowley to Scott Frost with an appreciative spot from Frank Solich. <laughs> Thanks for the reps, brah. Whoosha! Uh, Frank Solich is the DJ in any new metal band, right? He's just there for a minute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a dude in Slipknot who just masturbates his mask. <laughs> He's he's basically the DJ in Incubus, right? <laughs> hey, re- remember how you thought you'd turn on this podcast and you definitely wouldn't hear Frank Solich and Masturbates that close to one another? Too bad. It's hardcore cornography. Sadly, you have no other options. Because we're the world's only Nebraska corn hunters podcast. Yes, by the way, eight minutes in, the intro is still going. That's right. You called it. You called it corn hunters. This is already off to an amazing start. This is Tantra for the Midwest. <laughs> hey, girl, what that hot dish do? <laughs> Can't spill casserole without ass, can you? Huh? Oh. Oh. Buddy, they won't even... No. <laughs> <laughs> they will. They will. They will, and they do with great enthusiasm and warmth. Oh, wow. runs, up, runs up for life. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. This is this is going to be the Big Ten West as previewed through the eyes of really its only godly team, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, lifelong Big Ten members. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean we we did have a stopover in the Big Twelve, but that was only to show them how it's done. We, Still number two all have, time in Big Twelve championships. Listen, Take that, Texas. We're the only team that has been in Bigs six through twelve. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and at one point in eight. And if I point out, the progression is natural because there you go was a from, seven. Mm, it's, it's true. But if you go from an eight and you average it with a 12, what do you get? That's right. One big 10. Just bound for it. Destined for it. It's like Nebraska is going to grade school for Husky boys. Oh, I'm in big eight this year. Next year, I'm going to big 10. <laughs> That's what it looks like. If you run back through like uh, Nebraska's page on sports reference, it's just every few years. Oh, time to time to tack tack on another challenge. We just leveled up, fellas. NCAA's first Oshkosh uniforms. <laughs> Spencer, did you assign us cities or counties that we're from? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I have yet to do that. I did want to share with you my favorite Nebraska fact. Okay, mm. and this is why this program was destined for greatness. Because when they hired their first full-time strength coach, they did so for the following reason. Who's they? us i'm sorry when we when we when i say they i mean tom osborne that's senator tom osborne he was wronged by the vote and he'll be in the office of my heart until he dies or chooses to resign which he won't do because tom won't give up on the job i'm I'm pretty sure he ran for governor but whatever senator osborne yeah ran 
ran. That's right. Didn't pass for governor. If you could lift, yeah. If you could lift for governor, he would have made it, okay? The reason Squat for governor. The reason that Bob Devaney, and that's how you can tell an imposter, because they'll say Devaney. But Bob Devaney and Tom Osborne hired their first full-time strength coach and changed the way college football looked because they were losing. But they picked the guy who did it because he looked ripped as hell. That's literally the reason they picked him. Boyd Epley was the most ripped dude in the gym at Nebraska. And they're like, bro, what have you been doing? So you know who asked about gains before gains were even a thing? That's right. Nebraska. Damn That's really right. how they did it? Is that No, 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 I'm not making that up. They actually were like, Well, we should get stronger and they were like, Well, who do we who should we ask? And they had one pole vaulter named Boyd Epley who was super jacked. So they so they just walked up to him in the gym and they were like they they basically gave the bro fantasy. They walked up to this random guy who was super jacked and they're like, Hey, can you teach us how to get super jacked? I mean, granted, the Pac twelve most team. school. Most Pac-12 schools find their strength coach by finding the guy in the gym with the best hair. So I guess this is an improvement <laughs> over that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's it. That's like, if you want to know the best compliment in the world, it's the Nebraska football team saw me and said, how do I look like that? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's literally real. true. This, and, this, and it this worked. Is, this is weight room university. Don't forget it. We invented weights. Mm-hmm. We invented lifting them. Mm-hmm. Before invented us, gra- everybody was skinny. Invented gravity. The other one is this, that if you look at the history of, like, you can actually look through eight, and I'm not joking, it's at least a five-part PDF history of the Nebraska weightlifting program that I will attach to the post when we eventually post this podcast. The best fact in there, when you're looking through achievements, they were like, this linebacker was, you know, one of the strongest people ever in the history of the program, and he got his immense mass and power from drinking a gallon of milk and eating a whole loaf of bread every day. You're damn like, right. you damn these right. These are like things you tell a child when you didn't go to high school. Or or a nutrition curriculum at all, right? Like, what well, do you do to get big? That. Just drink a gallon of milk and eat a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? Welcome to the world's simplest RPG. <laughs> you have acquired a loaf of bread. Gains acquired. Mash E to eat. I want to add agility points. We don't do huh? that. <laughs> okay. Want... Sounds like you might want to go play for <clears throat> Oklahoma State, buddy. <laughs> take that take that weak stuff down the road. Even Nebraska's mascot, Herbie Husker, we're not talking about Lil Red because that's a separate thing. Even he, it, like, they were like, hey, what if our mascot had butt? had butt for days, and we put him in jeans. <laughs> that's the best part. At one point, he was just a strapping farm boy, and then at some point, Tom of Finland entered the room slyly and painted a gigantic, voluptuous ass on him. Yeah. Squatting. Squatting. Mm-hmm. Put, put a bubble. Make sure he's got to wear the, them special Fran denims, them special lifting jeans that you got to order off Instagram. It's hard to see a mascot and be like, I think he has congestive heart failure. <laughs> He he wouldn't be alone, right? Like frankly, uh Oski, Cal's mascot, well, yeah. he looks a little peaked. He looks like somebody who's in the stages of like advanced edema and heart disease. Oski has a CPAP for sure. Oh, Oski? Yeah, he's got a C I think Oski looks like he is exploding like point one seconds from now. <laughs> <laughs> Run <laughs> I feel faint. Spiraling numbness down the left arm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this, this, talk, these are my favorite facts about, about the Nebraska strength program, which is basically the Nebraska football program, America's like original swole football team. I love that almost everything Nebraska just happened on, like the whole black shirts thing. If you go back and look at it, they were just like, yeah, we just needed different colored shirts for practice. I, and black was cheapest and available. Yeah, we don't overthink shit. It's true. Simple. Why are you the corn hustlers? Um, to the point. Um, do we have hometowns yet to be assigned as as Nebraskans? Are you looking was, at me? Was somebody in charge of that? Spencer's looking at me. Yes. You definitely Did you even tell me. Holly what we were no, doing today? No, of course not. All right. All right I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this on the fly. Jason. Uh-huh. You are from Kennesaw, Nebraska, which is a real place in Adams County, uh, population 880. Spencer, you are from Atlanta, Nebraska, population 131. Wow. Damn. Uh, Ryan. Give me papillon. Boys Town, Nebraska, named for an orphanage. Is that serious? The village of Boys Town was established in 1917 yeah. as the headquarters of the Boys yeah. Town organization, also known as Father Flanagan's Boys Home. My favorite that you skipped over is Weeping Water, Nebraska. Dude, I almost gave you Auburn. How, That's just mean. That's I mean, just uh, as a as a lifelong Nebraskan, of course, I know the answer to this. But some of our some of our out of town listeners might be wondering how the hell Nebraska have a copy of every city in it. Well, oh, we have the we have the originals. Actually. You ever notice oh, that all People the counties came are squares? It's like the capital city is Control V. <laughs> <laughs> just, just when they divided it out, like I don't know, Wilbur, just 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 grid it. Just put, put the whole thing. Is there on a, a town grid. in Nebraska called Nebraska? I know the answer. Obviously, there is a surprise Nebraska. Ooh, it's the only one in the Let's state. Go there, <laughs> see, you can see it. As coming. of the 2010 census, it contained 43 people. Not a very big surprise. The surprise is we put whipped cream on our clams there. <laughs> it's a local delicacy. That's why I gave you Boys Town. Man, I, lo- I love Nebraska clams. Just fresh, <laughs> fresh clams that you can get at a seafood restaurant in, in Omaha. Mm. Mm-hmm. My favorite my favorite Nebraska dish is uh, I would t- tuna fin, which is when you take a blueberry muffin and you stuff it full of tuna. Oh, yeah. But that's Classic. a lot of protein before you go squat. Yeah, well, protein in a muffin. Come on. Before, before I wake up at, at 3 a.m. every morning to go squat on the farm, I make sure to eat like six cans of tuna. And then oh, I go farm squat, squat my in Nebraska. But farm you got to put some pa- you got to put some powdered sugar on it too, though. For uh, uh for Nebraska con- concentration. style. Nebraska style. Yeah, I, you put a, you put a cinnamon bun on it. <clears throat> I'm just gonna list you uh, some some notable Nebraska foods and have talk you ever about tried how- that chili thing. No, it's good. It's good. I hate myself. How it have you not so tried good. it, Spencer? You know, yeah. it's, it's probably because uh, it's probably because I'm gluten intolerant. <laughs> you can get, Not a Nebraska you can get the hell out of Nebraska. You ain't sir. a real Nebraskan. You can go root uh, for Minnesota with that shit. You can go. <laughs> They're all gluteny too. I had oh. to go to Northwestern. Northwestern. It's They're a good only, school. <laughs> They're the only people in the Big Ten who would understand gluten intolerance. Mm-hmm. Was Northwestern? Wait, what is Northwestern supposed to be west of? Hmm. Cleveland? Alright. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember in Michigan and their fight song says the champions of the West? No. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like just because they, they haven't updated it in a long time. 
Yeah, it's been a minute. When, when they wrote that shit, there was like nine teams, and they were the West team. Mm. <clears throat> that was also when they won their last national title. 1997 outright, you bitch. Embarrassing that Northwestern's, you know, bastion of journalism, your entire name is a lie. It's not where you are. So only in your state.com lists the following as a Nebraska only food. And it's- is this one of those sites that makes those Facebook t shirts that like only dentists named Kylie will get this? Yes. <laughs> Kylie. That's Kylie Nielsen. She's um she's from Omaha. Lovely girl. Um when I was a kid, I worked at the church food stand at the county fair every year with my grandma. Raisin pie was one of the most popular sellers, and chances are that if you live outside of the Midwest, you've never heard of it. Yeah, why wouldn't anybody take that hot dish and just run with it? God, well, I sure, raisin, Ra- raisin pie. pie. Raisin pie. You take your crust, which is just a bunch of uh, squashed mashed potatoes. That's what you. Then you layer in mm-hmm. shitload of raisins, a uh, little bit of brandy, not too much. Again, this is not Wisconsin. We are not trollops. Mm-hmm. Uh, cover that with some uh, with some uh, beef, some bre- some spreadable cheese. It really doesn't matter what kind. Uh, yeah, a little beef topping, and then more mashed up potato skins on the top. Basically, now, every pie. Midwestern food sounds like that episode of Friends where like Joey eats the disaster food the, when they make like the cake that has like meatloaf in it. That's I really what every Midwestern think, food sounds like to me. I don't think we've ever referenced Friends on this podcast, and I really did not. I'm pretty think sure we have. Be the one to I'm do pre- it. I, you said that, and now a listener will correct you because they <laughs> they pay more attention than we do. <laughs> Now, when we say beef topping, please note that we don't mean beef that you just crumble up on the top. We mean the actual whipped beef topping that you get in your grocer's freezer dessert section. Beef topping's also my favorite sexual move. It's hardcore. (laughs) This is hardcore. Prepare for a hard. (laughs) That's right. It's that foot peel that you use to prepare for a harsh Nebraska autumn. Why are you? Is that peeling? what you're doing with your wet? You're feet? actually peeling your feet in the middle of our fucking show. Can we it's hear a, you? No, no, I was on. making this up. It's no, a Korean. No, it's we, a, we it's it a Korean real. foot peel. You heal. <laughs> Why are you foot doing joke. that? Put, put the mic on it. Let's hear those wet feet. Yeah, let's no, hear those big sloppy feet. Big, I want, what I want is when feet. people when people Google Spencer Hall, I want the autocorrect to pop up with feet, like it does for every <laughs> woman actor. Sorry, did you mean peeled feet? Spencer Hall feet. Spencer Hall, hot nude feet. Spencer Hall, tiny feet. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot think of a worse experience for somebody on the internet. All you got to do is get a Michigan tattoo on your foot, and then everyone will have a picture of it. I just to be clear, walking around in water bag. Yeah, somebody has to have tried this on their dick. <laughs> Spencer Hall, dick. Spa dick. That's what Google's gonna say. <laughs> just for the record, walking Googling around in water bags does dick. not mean you can swim now. <laughs> That's what I said. I don't know. That's 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 the most aquatic Nebraskan I've ever heard of. <laughs> Googling spa dick just seems to turn up Aquaman a bunch of like here. softball teams for some reason. Mm, that's right, that's we, peeling can, a cob for sure. Can we oh. get back to our? Can we get back to our beloved Nebraska? <laughs> Let's talk corn. about the Big Ten West. All those other jabronis we got to deal with. All right, so we are going twelve and zero, of course, because that's that's the record Scott Frost tends to achieve based that's on twenty seventeen. That's no a, I, th- I, I I think it's a rebuilding year. I I think ten and two. Ooh, got a little bit yeah. of a a little a little bit of a a a, a low hope Lawrence over here. No, no, I just under, I just understand that you know 
crops are seasonal and they go through rotations. And Mike Riley, he burned the field, and I appreciate him for that. Sound but like we got to start like over. An Oklahoma fan to me. You take that back, you son of a bitch. I've had you over at my house to eat brownies topped with <laughs> fish. They're called browns here in the state of Nebraska. <laughs> They're called browns. Brownses. <laughs> They're brown brown brown. It's called brown-ums. hot brown. <laughs> brown browns. It's called warm brown. I love mm-hmm. my favorite Midwestern <laughs> dish is warm brown. Bathwater browns. Brown plate. Come on in, kids. We got brown plate. It's a brownie topped with chorizo, <laughs> topped with chili beans. <laughs> oh man, I love oh, I love it's spicy Nebraska. Food. Come in here and get come in here and get some <laughs> flat meat cake. <laughs> Delicious Nebraska flat meat cake. <laughs> All right, so we've we've um, we just got it there. We, we we have shared enough of our secretive insular culture with the world. Um, the the coastal elites who are listening to this have learned far too much about our sacred. We're like Wakanda, <laughs> like the Wakanda of the Midwest. You, you don't need to know much more. No, we already our... settled this on Twitter. White Wakanda is Texas A and M. That's true. That was a Jesus. good tweet. Fuck Texas A&M. Is this in the Big Twelve? Is this what Corinda? It's what Corinda. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, we damn. That's we so much worse than what I was that. thinking, which is the invention of the bathwater brown sandwich. Welcome mm-hmm. to Wakorinda, the internet's only <laughs> Nebraska podcast. We just changed our name. Wakorinda and four and nine ever. All the all the Photoshop work I did for no. hardcore pornography. Right. No, we'll put that up shop. too. We'll just say, okay. we'll just say like, oh, this is our old brand for the retro folks. That's our old brand. We rebranded in the time. We should actually just do like five alternate covers, all with yeah. different. A cornda. That's excellent. In the words of two-time Academy Award-winning actress and born Nebraska Hillary Swank, I ended up crying every day on that film because <laughs> it was so beautiful. So, which of our, um, which of our doomed rivals do we want to start with here? I mean, you know, you know, Spencer's all fired up for his most hated. God, Nebraska Spencer hates opponent. Minnesota so much. God, he hates. Minnesota. Let him have Do it. You want to know dog. how much I hate Minnesota as a Nebraska fan? This is how much I hate. Tell them. One, they live in our attic, rent free. Two. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah, we should charge them rent. That's you know, very bra- that's very Bronte of you, but please continue. They do. We keep them up there, imprisoned <laughs> for their business. You know what? I will write a musical about it, a wholesome one, unlike the kind of tawdry like. I was gonna say flowers in the attic, but like cornflower. I was gonna say the gopher of the opera, but I was gonna say there better be cornflowers and not roses, because Lord knows Minnesota doesn't know what that is. Damn. Hasn't seen Damn. one in years. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking shit about you and your lack of understanding of any kind of flora because, uh, oh, also any lack of insight because I'm just going to go through all of the shameful moments in Minnesota's history, okay? One, you're named the Golden Gophers. That's cool. You're named after a rodent. It's not even a real rodent. The Gophers part comes from an editorial cartoon back in the 1850s. That's right. You had to go back to the 1850s for anything memorable to happen in Minnesota. This is the state that is noted for lakes, do you know how boring you have to be known for holes filled with water? That's 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 where your state's at, okay? Who's your Minnesota, great- the land of a thousand places where people don't live. And ten million mosquitoes. That's right. You know why you got twin cities? Mutants. 
That's why you're an unloved mutant of a state stuck between otherwise fine institutions like the Dakotas and Wisconsin. Note this, by the way. You know why Wisconsin Wisconsin drinks? Because they're right next to you. That's why. Finally, let's get back on track here. The Gophers. That's an editorial cartoon. Those Gophers represent plutocrats who had a railroad built for themselves with government money. That's that's what the Gophers mean, seriously. The golden part, that comes from the jerseys that you wore in the 30s. You know who else won a bunch of victories that were ultimately like unraveled by a history's like path in the 30s? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know somebody else who was big in the 30s who's not fondly remembered or didn't win anything else either. Okay? Let's go over this. Do you know, you've lost to everyone. There's nobody that Minnesota hasn't lost to. Your recent history entry on Wikipedia, do you know where it starts? 1967. That's recent history for, like, schist or nice or any other rock because that's geological history. That's how long it's been since anything good happened. Do you know when the last time they lost to Illinois was? 2014. No one loses to Illinois in the last 10 years, but you did it, Minnesota. Illinois is a respectable program, and I I don't think we need to drag their name through the mud. I'm I sorry. That, that was a remarkable achievement by the Illini. Yes, that was unfair. They're an honest program. We will cover that later. Let's keep going. Iowa. You know what? You could make fun of Iowa for, I don't know, busting out with 55 points after like averaging 14 points a game last year and hanging on Ohio State. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. Iowa actually scored points on you. Yeah, that'd be cool if in 2008 you didn't lose 55-0 at home and have seven yards rushing in the worst loss of the 100-plus years of the Big Ten. That's how bad it was. Northwestern? Oh, it's funny, those nerds. Yeah, that's cool. You lost 39-0 to them last year and threw for 43 yards. 43. Purdue? Oh, the sick man of the conference. Yeah, you lost to them last year, (laughs) 31-17. Last year. Wisconsin, that's cool. You haven't beaten them since 2003. The last 20 years, you've only beaten them twice. That's it. Twice. Here's what you need to know about Minnesota. I think the internet ends up being a beacon of truth in a lot of unfortunate but accurate ways. What is Minnesota's defining GIF moment? It's a man eating an ice cream bar and not watching Minnesota football. That's right. In the cold. Nebraska. In the cold. We can Nebraska, we can tolerate the cold. Minnesota, we can tolerate the cold, uh, but we don't win football games in it. By the way, two more ga- two more losses that I want to hang on you. Is this. One, the worst loss in the history of bowl games ever in terms of a comeback. Because blowing a 35-7 lead to Texas Tech in the inside bowl. Yeah. Y- are you tired of Mike Leach retweeting Nat Geo articles? Which, as I called, he did today. Well, guess what? You can blame Minnesota for that. They helped keep his career alive and thriving by losing to Texas Tech after having a 35-7 lead at the half. Oh, and as for Nebraska, my beloved Cornhuskers, I know you beat us last year in Minnesota, but that's cool. We can give you a few. That point differential won't catch up because in 1983, you know, back in like the When football was football. Back when football was football. In 1983, Nebraska rolled in and, and scored 84 points on Minnesota in an 84 to 13 ass whooping. That's right. Air horns, y'all. All of them. 84 13, including a 57 0 game two years later. Both in Minnesota. 
So can we like get I said, gra- there's, can an, we account, get there's an account differential instead? here that I'm more than happy for you to just leech off of for a while because we ain't going to be even for a while. Yeah, we're the house. We're the house. And oh, you want to hand a blackjack? Good for you. You're still down four hundred dollars. Yeah. Fucking Minnesota. Trash. Garbage program. Deserves no respect. Gets no respect. Should we kick them out of the Big Ten? <clears throat> now that we're charter members, where would they go? Garbage yeah. USA. Why? Why would we do that to them? No, Minnesota is our burden, and we'll keep them around. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah, do you want them to what? Do you want them to finish like fourth in the MAC? I don't want to do that to the MAC and bring down their strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep Minnesota around and and like teach them how to be good, like we did with Wisconsin. No, we're just going to lock them in the attic forever. Listen to the yeah, they're just, to their they're song just, of madness. They're just like a taxidermied pet at this point. Like, are they doing anything? No, but it looks nice up on up on the 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 mantle. Fuck Minnesota. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done with them. Land of a thousand, right. more like land of a thousand fakes. Jason, let Iowa fucking have it. Oh shit, <laughs> Iowa, come here with your, your your state shaped like love handles. Come here. So <laughs> let me hit you with the series record: twenty nine, sixteen, and three in favor of Nebraska. Everybody knows it. All right. Since nineteen ninety, we have more national titles than y'all have conference titles. It's a fact. Mm. Our stupid rivalry trophy with you, which we don't really want to have one, but we're in the Big Ten West, so we are contractually bound to have a rivalry trophy with every college that has a team. Northwestern doesn't have a team, so um, it's called the Heroes Trophy. Let's talk about heroes, all right? Here are some famous people from Iowa. You ready for this? Herbert Hoover is from West Branch, meaning the Great Depression is from West Branch. The Ringling Brothers who gave us trash-ass P.T. Barnum, are from Iowa and Wisconsin. Hawkeye, who's the most pointless superhero, the, the world's only superhero who skips arm day, is named after the Hawkeyes, okay? Steve King, who is our most stormfront politician, is from Storm Lake, Iowa. It may not mean nothing and speaking of racists, John Wayne's from Iowa, so... There's your hero's trophy. That's no wonder we don't want it, all right? Iowa, you're the country's biggest pork producer. If you look at a map of America, the barbecue map, that explains why you keep going to the shitty SEC East Bowl games and losing them. Um, quad cities. More like you broke your quads catching rabdo. It's, 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 Iowa, Iowa tried to lift weights like Nebraska. Rabdo. Um, only thing anyone knows about your school is your creative writing program. That means you write things that aren't real, which means you're basically Northwestern. Um, let's see. You got you guys sing about what badasses you are. You have your little polka song about beer, and yet you couldn't handle the um edgy comedy of like Norm Macdonald talking about buttholes and the Stanford band calling you farmers. Incredible. Um, why, why would you ex- why would you ever be sensitive about that? Huh? About about buttholes and farmers? Yeah, I mean, we're the o- are we the only people in the conference who are unashamed of agriculture? You'd, it seems like it. Us, us, and uh, Maryland. It's it's surprising. Huge, huge, huge acres of farms in Maryland. So Iowa, your your entire athletic department. All you have for to show for it for a hundred and twenty years of whatever is twenty three wrestling championships. Ric Flair and Brock Lesnar and more than that combined, and they went to Minnesota. Oh, oh, oh! Iowa. You like to accuse Nebraska of being dirty in the eighties and nineties. 
Well, I don't, I don't, I, I might be mistaken. Maybe y'all can help me. I don't seem to recall Nebraska being kicked out of the Big Ten for paying 27 players like Iowa was. In fairness, what are you going to spend money on in Iowa? Wrestling letter jackets. <laughs> so here, here in Nebraska, we fire coaches for going nine and four. Of course, in Iowa, they give them a that's a eight-year extension. Yeah, they 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 make them like Scott Pruitt rich for going eight and five. Um, here in Nebraska, we fire coaches for losing the NIU. Up in Iowa, they hire the coach's son for losing the NIU. Um, our actual rival is Oklahoma. And in 2025, the Big 12 will break up and they'll be free to join us in the Big 10. By the way, 2025, that's when Kirk Ferentz's contract ends. Yeah! So, that's Iowa. Um, yeah. 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 Flames. Yeah, that's right. Who's up next? Bratata, as we let it sing. Kirk Ferentz has fewer wins than Phil Fulmer. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the sound, the sound and, also, and also, and also, also, both will be head coaches in 2025. Yeah. Um, he's also, he's also got to win 11 games. I'm sorry. He's got to win 13 games and Frank Solich win zero to pass Frank Solich on the all time. No, it's fine. You're doing good, Kirk. I'm proud of you. So and you're getting like, there on yeah, your. Yeah, that's, that's three years. You're getting there on your own time, and I believe in you. Um, so I drew Wisconsin, but I honestly don't have that much bad to say about Wisconsin because they're just like Nebraska's satellite campus. They just, you know, oh, oh, Barry Alvarez, he built the program. Motherfucker, where do you think he went to school? Who do you think he learned it from? Oh, look, we have this lovable coach who became an athletic director. Uh, yeah, we've been doing that shit for years. You, are you kidding me with this? Oh, we we uh, find walk-ons and we turn them into outstanding. Again, that's just our shit. We are Chili's. You are airport Chili's. Ooh. Nobody goes to airport Chili's over Chili's. I'm sorry, that's Chili's Bear. too. Wisconsin's just Did Pepsi, I, I, Nebraska. I just got... <gasps> <laughs> Let them have it. Yeah, I mean, what what have, what is what has Wisconsin ever done? Actually, I would just call Wisconsin Fat Nebraska. Put your phone down. Yeah, <laughs> sing on them. It's just it's there's nothing that worries. What's to care about Wisconsin? Hmm? Oh look, they uh, Melvin Gordon got the rushing uh, the single game rushing record against you, and then a kid from Kansas went out and did it. So how good was Melvin Gordon then in the first place? If somebody from Kansas can just beat him. Oh. Not that good. I like that you How just ma- took you took a, a record from uh, Oklahoma and gave it to Kansas because fuck Oklahoma. <laughs> right. I see what happened there. I'm very tired. Spencer, I'm all amped up. No, it's fine. Fuck Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm all amped up. On hus- I mean, it just. That's right, Drake. It doesn't mean anything to us because Wisconsin and you look, irrelevant. You, here's the other thing. You look at what our coaches. Nebraska coaches, when they leave the womb of college football that is Lincoln and they go elsewhere, what do they do? Frank Solich leaves, having a great having a great career for himself, right? Mm-hmm. Mike Riley leaves, 
probably enjoying a very relaxing he's summer. A, he's in the uh, the association of the the Steve Spurrier League now. That's right. He's in a new league. He's in a he's in a he's a uh, a groundbreaker. He's a he's... pro head coach. It's like a league of their own, but for men. hundred <laughs> percent. Finally, football for men. <laughs> Bo Pelini doing great and definitely not questionable things at Youngstown. Has a good uh, record. Has has a great uh, okay. What of the last last Wisconsin coaches? Let's go through it. Mm. Hey, uh, what's Brett Bielema's current job? He um he, he oh, wait, cuts off one. sleeves for Bill Belichick. He he makes sure there are no strawberries that sneak into Tom Brady's food. Congratulations, you're a poison taster no, not, for the world's not a single man. not a single night fair, he, he would love that job. <laughs> oh, you're telling me I just I just sit here and eat all day? <laughs> just pick it out. It's delicious. Gary Anderson. What's he up to these days? John, giving up money to Oregon State. Kind That's of what he's spazzing out all over the country. He's a quitter. He's a quitter. Oh, we got Paul Crist. Please. That's right. Gave up so much money to leave Oregon State. He gave up a million. Man, I didn't know Oregon State had a million to give up. I'm just going to be very honest. I don't know that, I don't know that they did. Yeah, no. It's... It's it's possible that the checks were bouncing and he just decided to be nice. Just, about it. Of all of the programs that would just accidentally bounce a check, <laughs> as opposed now, if you told me intentionally, I'd be like Louisville, Louisville. Sure. But it, Oregon mm. State would be like, ah, oh, the gas bill came due. That's usually not for three more days. <laughs> Is that auto draft? Damn it. <laughs> It's like some really mean shit where like puddles personally came over and cut off their <laughs> cut off their lights <laughs> and like they stared right at him while he did it and they can't do anything. Puddles, please. <laughs> just, just the. We're duck. gonna get it. We're we're gonna get a sponsorship from Skechers. You'll see. <laughs> just, just the duck over there we're repoing the Puma cars. School now. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's. Uh, I think that was a beaver noise. That works. That's fine. Um, yeah. No, Wisconsin. I mean, what's what's the high point of Wisconsin football? Losing to Andy Dalton. Yeah, that's about it. You lost to Andy Dalton. That's not even making anything up. The worst joke you, you tell. You lost to Andy Dalton yeah. in the postseason. Is you that possible? Live, you have to live with that forever. You live. You, you lost, lost Andy Dalton. What's Andy Dalton's postseason record? Like one in twelve. You're one, <laughs> Wisconsin. You lost to you lost to a pre-Bengal. That's a tiger cub. It's a you lost to a little tiger a little tiger cub, Andy Dalton. You, no, you uh, lost to Mo you lost to Mowgli. Uh, you, you, lost to, <laughs> you lost to Mowgli. Oh god. Uh, just just like all the Drake we're hearing in the background, Nebraska is hiding a child. It's called the University of Wisconsin. Oh <laughs> <laughs> He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, fella. It's zero national titles. Big fella. Oh, I, I think we can. I think we can go ahead and do Illinois and say this: Illinois, Illinois will not win more than two games this year, and that's okay because Illinois never tells a lie. Illinois, a, a solid, honest program. I know what I'm going to get out of them. You know what I'm going to get out of Illinois? Going to get one to two wins. Maybe three. That's why. That's why. The, if you add up the Roman numerals on each helmet, it's one to two, depending on if you can see both sides. That's, that's it. true. You know what it says on the side of an Illinois helmet? I. That's some. That's some deep shit. If you think about it, mm-hmm. like who, who is this helmet? It's I. It's me. It's I. That's not, that's something God would say, isn't it? That's true. There's no I in team 
And that explains a lot about Illinois football. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're talking about a team that was good like 100 years ago, has never thrown a forward pass. Um, I mean, as, as a Nebraskan, I respect that. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 as a Nebraskan, I don't drink, but I respect champagne. You know what I'm saying? Champagne, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I also would like to point out that Illinois, as humble as they might be, they have been to a Rose Bowl more recently than Minnesota. How'd that go? You know, they've been to a Rose Bowl. It was great. Bowl. It's better it was, not it was going. Great. It's better than it was not great. Going. There were there were T-shirts. There was mm-hmm. uh, probably free dinner of some sort. We've told that maybe, story maybe. about seeing the Illinois Rose Bowl shirt in the wild, right? We've seen one. I don't. When we were in Vegas for March Madness, like a year or two after that happened, there was an Illinois fan like wandering around Mandalay Bay with the commemorative Rose Bowl shirt from that Rose Bowl. Are you sure it wasn't a spy? Pretty sure. We asked him about it and he seemed pretty sheepish. (laughs) All right. No, that's real. And now they call that man Elon (laughs) Musk. (laughs) (laughs) And also for anybody who's going to go up and try to trash talk us by pointing out our Rose Bowl record, man, we didn't care about that shit. We, no, this I, is an orange bowl program. Check our orange bowl record, okay? You can't eat roses. Mm-hmm. No. That's wasteful That's agriculture. Do you feed America with roses? Nay. You feed them with soybeans. Corn. Uh, Minnesota Minnesota fans might be dumb enough to eat roses. That's right. <laughs> if they've if they had ever seen one. Or high enough. That's that's possible. You can't trust those hippies up there. And now we ha- now we have our cha- now we have our sweet championship boy back, Scott Frost. Hey, you remember the last time we saw him with Nebraska? Mm-hmm. Does it, does anybody remember what oh, we saw him do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was under ter- center, winning national title outright. That's it's worked that's out. Right. We're doing the Cliff Kingsbury. Did, oh. did he? <laughs> Look, store brands have a great value. You're just paying for marketing down there in Lubbock. All right, I'm gonna. I'm going to remind you. Next topic. That- well, here's the thing. I think in college, he threw for like 4,500 meaningless yards. He came back, and what's Texas Tech do? Throw for 4,500 meaningless yards. All right? So it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's a system. Yeah. There's nothing it's wrong with that. It's an ethos. Scott Frost's final stat line for Nebraska is, we. it's back to hardcore pornography now, because this is erotic. 9 of 12 for 125 yards. No touchdowns. No interceptions, no sacks, but 17 rushing attempts for three touchdowns and 60 total yards. You know, and, you know what that says I, I to bet, me? I bet tucked deep in there is like three special teams tackles. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and a long snap. He set a bone on the sidelines. <laughs> Somebody broke their femur and Scott Frost, because he's a combat surgeon, he, he definitely said it. Hey, man. It, Scott Frost once sacked Rich Gannon in the NFL, so he can do th- do all things. Scott Frost ran for three more touchdowns than Tennessee did that game. So Tennessee, even when they were good, they were kind of bad. You deserve that. You earned that, Kanye. You did. Um, you know what Not I see sorry. when I see a quarterback who doesn't pass for a single touchdown in a game. You know what I think? Point guard, unselfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Distributor. Distributor. That's right. You know what? He's going to walk the walk all the way to the end zone and refuses to pass any responsibility to others. That's what that says to me. He takes it in himself. Do we need to even discuss the Nabobs and ne'er do wells and their frills 
and garters in Evanston. That's. <laughs> is this gonna be the episode every, every that gets sued? Sound bites are so on point. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, no. Should have held on to no, that. We, uh, so my only question about Northwestern is, what the fuck is a private university? Listen, I'm from the, I'm from the big five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven, twelve. I don't I I don't know what the fuck this. Is. The only private school I know is Baylor. Is it you know, is are they like newspapers? Baylor is that what Northwestern is? You know what well, I would. That's I mean, not inaccurate. Yeah, you know what I would chant at them. What do you grow? It would be it would shame them because they would realize Con- that they grow concrete. In... They probably got about the same affinity for dancing. Mm. I bet they know what Hamilton is. Base guy. That's right. I don't see anything. I would say this, and somebody had to feed me this line because I don't understand Northwestern at all as a Nebraska alum, but I will say, someone told me that Northwestern is just Oberlin with a lake, and I believe that. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's correct. Yes. That's one of those schools where you get, like, letter grades that are animals. Yeah. 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 Oh, you got a basilisk in chemistry. And people have to tell you that it's a good school. That's correct. I don't know if that one matched, but no, I'm going to roll with I, it. I think that was a miss, but that's fine. That's fine. Not unlike Northwestern. Yeah. Purdue, Purdue, Purdue sent a man to the moon. And that's really about it. Mm-hmm, that's correct. They did send a man to the moon. They also have Drew Brees, who, because of his advocate fondness, I enjoy calling Spiel Armstrong. There, that's all I have on Purdue. I like Purdue as a Nebraska fan because I'll admit during the winter I can look out on my on my flat Nebraska home and think it's this can this is a little sad and I feel a little down in the dumps. I go to Purdue and I feel like I live in a tropical paradise comparatively. It's amazing. So I like um, Purdue as as uh, cornnation.com, the the world's finest Nebraska blog. We're, we're a podcast. They're a blog. See, so it's two different formats. Um, as they pointed out, uh, Purdue's like big claim to fame is you went to space, which is now just like privatized anyway. So should we just privatize Purdue? Like, just sell Purdue? Anyone can buy. I don't know why you'd want to. I take it back. It's not a good idea. I want to know what Purdue did with East Lafayette, Indiana. Because they got caught in the wor- they got caught in the wormhole. <laughs> there's a whole alternate universe where Purdue constantly wins national championships. <laughs> they, like, are they hiding it? Is it the other mm-hmm. that can only ex- like West Lafayette can only exist as long as East Lafayette is held in chains? I want to know. You- Stargate on three, hut hut. Can you imagine South Lafayette? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think we don't know how to do just- all that math, y'all. I-, I think that's in Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, South Indiana. Yeah, that's true. It's the raging case. <laughs> <laughs> South Indiana is like the countryest thing I've ever seen, and I've I've been to South Carolina, so like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> South in- South Indiana is like every stereotype you can imagine. Is that like I'm talking about like M E T H meth billboards every five feet? So are they advertising for or against it? That's the thing. It's like a supply and demand kind of thing. Mm. Man, I'm looking at the helmet schedule for for the Big Ten, and it's sad because you look and you see all these be- these beautiful letters. Even if even if we hate the school, you know Minnesota, they they got the proud M. Iowa, you just got a picture. Y'all can't read. <laughs> you know why? I- Iowa is we, we, Iowa week really three. Is the- we play red. When you're that. <laughs> 
maybe really that's are. why I was out. Was NIU and all that stuff. They're just like, uh-oh, green and yellow. Here come the Packers. We need different colors to tell them apart. We can't prep for a team unless it's the same color. Oh, jeez. Man, that's uh, this explains Kirk Ferentz's contract. <laughs> He's like, if, if you just sign it on green, <laughs> then we can proceed. <laughs> Uh, with, I am the world's greatest trivial pursuit player. Hang on, I'm being told that. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I don't know. Being an Iowa football fan is a fairly trivial pursuit. Yes. <laughs> um, he, he, you sit. You sit around just hoping to eat and get enough pieces of pie so you can quit. I will say this: that, uh, that the, the style of play that we might find at Purdue might be a bit outlandish. Might be a bit flashy, a little too flashy, maybe. I don't know. No, it's important. It's important to have contrasts in life. No, it's like mm. knockoff Scott Frost. Like they do a bunch of little f- fancy, flippy bullshit option shit that, of course, Scott Frost invented and perfected. Hmm. This is true. Are you, say- are you saying they're basically like nerd Nebraska? Um. Well, I mean, ne- Nebraskans, of course, are extremely intelligent. This is the best school in the Big Ten. Um, incel, we... incel, Nebraska. There, Purdue is incel. Yeah, Nebraska. I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we only score on the field. Oh. <laughs> and not and some, even then. And sometimes not. Even then, only every fifteen years or so. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just binge on them. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> They're so starved. So starved for points. Yeah, I'll score five thousand in a season, and then five for ten years in a row. That's pretty. They're camels. They're cacti. The camels of Northern Indiana for two football. Yeah, it's just all in their humps. It's just it. the points are in the hump. This is hardcore pornography. Hardcore <laughs> pornography. Pornography. All right, uh, let's do some quick uh, That's what Riff Raff looks like? Yes. Spence, Spencer, our beloved Nebraska Huskers, how many wins do you see on the schedule? I think it's more a question of how many losses I see. I don't see too much on there, to be honest. Uh, I mean, it's um, it's a very manageable schedule, and I say that even on a schedule of facing Nebraska – um, I'm not really going to worry too much about anyone sort of in the division. I think we can more than handle anybody, even with a tough road trip on October 6th to Wisconsin. But you know what? Since we own the place and put the down payment on there by handing them a Barry Alvarez, the cash return equivalent on that is a win. So I think uh, I think this is an undefeated schedule, boys. So, so to be clear, Nebraska wins at Michigan and at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy. It's okay. It's fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Do you think we're going to lose? <clears throat> Honestly, do you think that a team of such rural power could lose to anything urban? <laughs> oh, uh, in Demokong Sioux, uh, 2009 Heisman forever. <laughs>